You ready? You sure? You insecure? Let's do it! I don't know what that is. Huh? Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland, the happiest place on Earth. It's time to throw down, y'all! Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on Earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest on Earth. Welcome to Bob's and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, finding magic and the power of nostalgia. On this episode, we're talking about Disney comes to Amazon, just say hey Disney, Disney World turns 50, and so do some of its cast members. Will the MCU get the Thanos snap? Does Star Wars have a Jedi problem? And Aaron gets enraged by more Inside the Magic non-stories. Plus, in our main segment, we review anime in a galaxy far, far away, Star Wars Visions. My name is Scott Storm, and with me, my brother on the mic, he greets people by saying, hey, Doogie, hey, absolute Aaron Robbins. <laughs> is it hey, Doogie, hey? I thought it was Doogie, Doogie, hey. No, uh, Doogie, Doogie, hey. Yeah. Dang it. Oh, I'm just I so excited it. about the new uh, the new Doogie Hauser going on Disney Plus that I just say Doogie, Doogie, hey. Doogie, Doogie, hey to you, Everyone, my I friend. Hope, and I hope people go, what's that all about? Now, have you seen the new Doogie Hauser? Have you seen it? No. It's not terrible. Wait, you did watch it? Yeah, you know I did. I'm impressed that you did. Yeah, I, we were waiting for something else to happen in the house. I'm Which not is sure what, what, anything? I don't know. We were waiting for something to happen. I don't know if that was like a pizza delivery or just the lights to go on like, or the router to reset. Minutes. I'm not sure what was going on. I just knew I had time and I was like, let's put on, let's put on Doogie Doogie Hey. Doogie Doogie. And, do, and what is, do, what is, it's called, it's called Doogie. It's called whatever, Doogie MD. And then, <laughs> we, and then, and then, and then, and then, I, and then I, yeah, and then I, uh, a name that's appropriate for what's going on. Did there. it start out with the old it computer is, theme? It, <laughs> it is, <laughs> but, but it's done in, it, there's a, like a nod to it within sort of a more islandish type of, oh, um, but yeah, but so it's, it's done on a ukulele or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like a steel drum ukulele yeah, sort okay. of thing, I think, but it's in there. Yeah, it's great. It's Did you not enjoy terrible. it? Did you enjoy I, it, really? I didn't think it was awful. Is it like a good family show? Would you I say? I think so, yeah. The ma, in the original one, Doogie and his dad both work at the hospital. Yeah. This one, uh, the mom and and Doogie Doogie Hey works <laughs> <laughs> works there, and then you know there's like a the, the, Aloha Doogie Aloha. Yeah, that's what you meant. Yes, and yeah. then there's like she's got two siblings, and they're a little odd, and then her dad owns a shaved ice truck. It's great, good good family fun. Feels like an old Disney show. It, it does. feels like Dog with a Blog or you okay. know one of those shows, but but a little bit better. Well, I like it. Good for them. Everybody there is absolutely astonished that she's a doctor. Like what? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> everybody wants to sue her and they don't know really? why she's there. Like it's just, it's a running thing through the show of just like, how can that be? You don't think that would have been the number one news story every day, all day in the Honolulu times or whatever it is for a long time. Like every day there's another story. Like in case you missed it. Yeah. There's a 16 year old who's a doctor. It's on her social. It's shared. It's on TMZ yeah. even probably I would imagine, even though she's not in the entertainment business, for some reason it's weird enough that TMZ is like, who'd this cutie turn out to be? Wait, wait, seriously? TMZ gets name no. dropped in the show. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, just... <laughs> I'm writing my own episodes oh, now. Okay. Yeah. Hey, welcome this to your episode. Spec script? Yeah. <laughs> for, for, for Hey Doogie Doogie. Hey Doogie Doogie. This is the name script? of my spec script. Welcome to episode 77. Scott 77. Storm. How are you? I'm good. I've had a whole lot of Aaron Robbins oh. over the past week. We got a chance to go oh, yeah. out. We did, finally. Uh, double date with our wives yes. uh, this past weekend, and it was absolutely delightful. Yeah, you were absolutely late. 
I was I ran a little late. I, don't know I wouldn't say for my absolutely. Benefit, uh, yeah, only I when I'm late. Like five it's minutes late. I was five late. minutes late. You're gonna hold that against me? No, not at all. We were glad to like we went inside and got acquainted with the Jungle Bird, which yeah, is a, a tiki themed uh, restaurant yeah. and drinking establishment in Sacramento. It's great. It's right? really good. There's light effects that go on, and it felt very Disney. I heard some Peter Pan music playing at totally. one point in time. They play a little, uh, uh, play a little Peter Pan music, and then there's like a thunderstorm that takes yeah. place. And, and I thought if every Friday I could get off work and spend an hour in the Jungle Bird, that would really at my do age, a lot. Right? I'm fine. Yes. Maybe I'd, I'd go to Disneyland once every other year if I can just hit the Jungle Bird every week. I feel okay. I am so happy to go to a place like that yeah. that is not like a chain of something. Yes. It's just its own. It's it's its own establishment. Yeah. And they do it so well, and they they know exactly what that tiki culture is. Right. They lean into it in the right way with the drinks. It's and got the a great vibe and stuff. behind it. We are are. Group of four stayed so long, we eventually got kicked out. They were and they asked us to leave in the sweetest way possible, but they did say, "You got to go." Sorry, but you got to go. And I said, you, I, "I'm not sure if you heard, but we have a podcast." And he's like, "I haven't heard. You still have to go." And we're like, "We're going to talk about you on this week's show." Great, place. that's great. Great place. Still need you to go. Good yeah, food. So good drinks. Great. Ridiculous. Cups. The Jungle Bird. The Jungle Bird. Yeah. If, uh, if any any uh, any of our listeners who are in or around the Sacramento area, the Jungle Bird is a fantastic tiki bar. Uh, that you absolutely should go and explore and go patron. Go patron sometime. Right on. Yeah. Uh, Anything else of of consequence going on? Did you do anything fun this weekend? I went to the air show out in Sacramento and watched airplanes. Oh, is that what's going over my house all weekend long? (laughs) Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, It's not the fire planes. I was like, oh, good. We got a break from the fire. Oh, now it's the air show. Yep. Now it's uh, like, what, uh, F-22 out there? How was it? It was so much fun. Yeah, was it? And my kids were good, really good sports. I got them sandwiches. Oh, good. And they sat next to me. And then Penelope sat next to me. And and I don't know if she was pretending to be interested in airplanes, but she was asking me questions and pointing at them. And I was like, this is awesome. I love airplanes. And do love you love air airplanes? Show. Yeah, I do. I really do. So it was what, really what fun. is the what is the attraction of the air show? I've never been to an air show before. What's the attraction of an air show? I think the cl- the proximity of you to the to the planes. Okay, you, you, you can get. I mean, very... I've been to an airport before. Okay, so well, I understand a different, different like. class of planes. Okay, so the proximity to you to military aircraft is you, you know on the ground pretty close, and then they you know they fly uh, the type of aircraft that you have that you don't get to see every day, especially not in California. Where they do tricks above you and things. Yeah, like and that? then they have different they have different segments. You know, it's like a podcast episode up in the sky where they got like the oh, tricks, okay. the tricks guy, then they got like the the Thunderbirds performed. And, okay, and so it's just fun. The Rocketeer there. He was there. Oh, good. Okay, now I'm in. Yeah, now I'm in. He did. Uh, he did. Uh, he went up and then he took this jetpack off in the air and then put it back on. It was like a. Oh, that's I don't know exciting. What you it. it was really exciting. Yeah, he like did yeah. a free fall. Yeah, you were uh, like, oh, but then on. he got it back on and was like. Choo, choo, choo. He There's no parachuting, off. no parachuting. Sometimes the uh, whatever they're called, the the golden knights or whatever, jump jump. Oh, they're okay. an army, I think, parachuting team. Yeah. Yeah, it was Because that'd be interesting to see. Oh, it's fun. It's Guy a in a jetpack would also be interesting. I would think like anything that's aerial should be at the air show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like Frisbee flying golf. car. <laughs> right. Frisbee golf. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, we had fun doing that. What'd drone you do? Drone races. Uh-huh. They should do drone races. They should there. do drone races. What did I do? Yeah, what'd you get up to? Not much. Okay, fun. Not much. Yeah, right on. Oh, but a big thing is happening this week. Yes. My oldest is turning 13. Yep. Which I'm very, very excited you about. You are going to be the parent of a teenager. I'm going to be the parent of a teenager. And I'm very excited because 
13 is a threshold age. It's a milestone age. In Teresa's language, it's an even number. Right. 13 is an even 13 number. 13 is an yeah. even number. And for an even number, we have a big, uh, you know, there's there's things to look forward to. Big League Chew? Does he allow to have Big League He's Chew now? He's finally allowed to have Big League Chew. Grape. Awesome. And also, we're going to watch Stranger Things. Really? And The Goonies. Okay. And I just feel like I'm really, really excited about both of Do those you have things. a plan for which order you're going to show that in? Because The Goonies. Okay. And then Stranger so Things. So they're going to say like, oh, Stranger Things was really influenced by part of The Goonies and Super 8 and stuff. Whereas if you did it in reverse, Correct, you could, in reverse, you could like, really totally mess up. Rip off. Yeah. You could really saying. mess your kids up. Yeah. Show it to them in a different order. Right. Exactly. Be like, see how much The Goonies copied Stranger Things? Totally. Totally. <laughs> they copy. were all over Netflix back then. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, yeah. So we're going to do Goonies and then Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. Right so, on. How so much fun. Very exciting. Teenager. I know a teenager. Right on. It's going to be great. Yeah. I love it. So uh, that's what I've got going on. Right on. And that's what you had going uh-huh. on. Uh-huh. We're ready to get into this, some news. We are going to get into some news. It's time for news. Oh. Remain seated, please. Gonna live forever, knowing together that we did it all for the glory of love. It's nugget time. Sorry. No, those are your, you can have those nuggets. No, no, I, I have those two nuggets. nuggets. I brought those nuggets. Where did those come from? Uh, they came from um, the special office. Okay, nice. Yeah. The bowl of specialness from the, the special office. The bowl of specialness. Let's do it. Uh, news stories. What do you got? What's up? What's up? What's happening with what the news? What do I have? So much news. What do you want to start with? Let's talk about this. Okay. Amazon and Disney, they're making a partnership. Why should they not be partners? I agree. Why wouldn't they be partners? If you were Jeff Bezos, though, just real quick, if you had Jeff Bezos money, would you not just open your own theme park just because you could at like, that point? Why in time? not? That would be like the third thing I did. I'd I know. Like, I'd probably end up buying Disney is what I yeah, probably end up doing. I would doing. do the books thing that he did, selling books online, yep. prime shipping, theme park would be the third thing. Makes total Before sense Before employee me. parking, theme park. Yeah, theme park. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just so surprised there's not an Amazon theme park. Um, not. I, I am sort of surprised. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is the next best thing. So what's Amazon happening? and Disney, they, they are making, uh, they're, they're making the Echo Voice Assistant available within the Walt Disney World Resort in Disney yeah. hotels. So you say, uh, hey, Alexa... Uh, no, nope. put put uh, put no no room service needed on my door. Or mm, uh, maybe. Uh, hey, what they're saying hey, is, hey Alexa, where's the ice nearest ice machine? That it better do that. It better do that all. Yeah. Here's some information I found on the web. No, no, I just want to no, know where just, it is in my hotel. You know how they programmed you to tell me where it is. Where is it? But you don't say, hey Alexa. No, you say, hey Disney. Yeah. And when you say, hey Disney, it will offer you a variety of experiences such as jokes. Trivia, yes. greetings from Disney characters, and access to what they're calling soundscapes, which is some sort of audio environment. So I don't know, maybe it's like, and apparently you're you're going to be able to use Hey Disney on your home uh, smart speaker as well. So oh, really? So I don't have to go to a Disney hotel to get this experience? It, they will have it embedded in Disney hotels, but then they're also bringing it home. Okay. The soundscapes are inspired by Disney films. Oh, so, so they take uh, me to the 1940s. I guess so. 50s. Hey, hey, take me to Alice in Wonderland. Take me to the Parent Trap uh, camp, please. For example, do you really do you feel like uh, do you? So we have Hey Shack on ours. Kennedy had to get Hey Shack. Why? On. I don't know. She's a she's a teenager and in the internet, and sometimes things suit her fancy, at, and she has to have it. At least she didn't get Hey Melissa McCarthy. That's right. the other option that I think you can have. Right oh, really? Yes. She is Hey Shack, and it's delightful for a little while. Is it? Yeah, it's delightful. What, what does he do? 
What is all we're talking th- about? Shaquille O'Neal, correct? Yeah, I mean all the other th- all the things that Alexa does, but he also tells basketball jokes, which are not bad. And it's just it's good if you use Alexa as much as we do in our house. You need to mix it up. My question hmm. for you is: Is Hey Disney the right? Is the is that the right thing? Why isn't it? Not, why can't I do like Hey Mickey? Hey Disney, like that? <laughs> yeah, that's. I think so. You can be indig- indignant when you <laughs> right. when you. Hey Disney, give me a soundscape. Yeah, I just don't know. It seems weird to talk to a company. Do you instead think it's of a Walt character. Disney that answers it? Yes. That's what I think happens. You think it's the voice of Walt Disney? Yes, I think he says to all who come to this electric device, "Welcome." I found some stuff on the internet you might be interested in. <laughs> um, I, I guess I, I is "Hey Disney" the right trigger word as opposed to "Hey Mickey." Yeah, "Hey Mickey," or you would be able to pick like they release. They start with three or something like that. That's a good question. I mean, it hey feels Mickey weird be to fun. talk to a company. Or be, why didn't they call yeah, it Toodles? True. Toodles. Hey Toodles. Oh, from uh, Mickey Mouse yeah. Clubhouse. That's a great idea. Yeah, or something. That's a make. Yeah, make toodles. The I don't know why I'm talking to a company. Feels weird. Anyways, that's something that's going to happen. Are the sets really in the hotels going to have the Mickey ears on them, like in the picture? It's kind of it's kind of interesting looking. No. Oh yeah, those are like the Echo shows. I think I yeah. think you're right. They're going to the Echo shows uh, have the Mickey ears and the Mickey shorts with the yellow buttons as the yeah. base. And well, now those, I'm going to have to get one of those. I guess so. So it says that. As, at least according to when you're in the resorts, the Hey Disney experience will differ than what you can get in it at should, home. It should, because it should be like, hey, Disney, can I request a late checkout? I'm hey, Disney, tell the front desk there. I'm not leaving. Innkeeper laws, I'll be here for a little while. I'm squatting. I'm hey, squatting Disney, out. tell the front desk I'll be squatting for the, <laughs> yeah. next, uh, the next few months. So apparently when you're in the hotel, you're not going to be able to log into your own right. uh, Alexa stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, and then they'll have some child-directed experiences and, and things like that. So I'm a, fun. Hey, I'm, what's the wait time on Indiana? Oh, well, wouldn't you know? Make other plans. <laughs> it just always returns it lightning always lane. Bugging. Yeah, exactly. Hi, hey, would you like to pay $15? Yeah. Uh, no. Charge it to my room. Yeah. Cool. Hey, oh Disney. Boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Sure will. Love it. That's fun. What a neat partnership. I you like think it. maybe that's the reason why it's Hey, Disney and not Hey, Mickey, so that Mickey isn't constantly upcharging yeah. you? <laughs> you, can't have, you can't have that level of, uh, yeah, exactly. You got to protect that character. Well, I'm excited, I guess, for this to come home. I think it's neat that there's like a home option, a resort option. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, sure. You know, it'd be fun to get, uh, especially like to to get like the Fab Five, like interact, telling you a joke. That'd be fun. That's that's cute. I'm happy it it about would that. be. I understand that. I just it, it's Hey Shack, it's Hey Alexa, Hey these Melissa are, McCarthy. The, hey, these are all personalities, and then it's like Hey Target. It's like, but that's a that's a company. I don't want the company to talk to me. I want to talk to. It should be Hey Hey Bob Chapek. Hey Bob Chapek. Wait a second. Why aren't they calling this Hey Genie? Yeah, why aren't they calling this Hey Genie? Their whole thing. What is going on? Is like the algorithm. The whole thing about Genie is like this algorithm thing that they can, the Genie can give you answers to what you need, make suggestions, right. book you think. Why isn't this Hey tell Genie? Tell me jokes. Yeah. He could tell you Genie jokes. Oh my gosh. Talk about missing the mark on this Come thing. Come on. We just sat here talking about this for 10 minutes. We came up with a better idea than an entire boardroom came yeah, up hey, with. Hey, Disney's too generic. And then I can make the uh, the show look like the lamp and everything. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is... And then you get Dan Castellaneta to record the, his genie voice. And so now he's like, you, you got you got the genie interacting with you. Yeah. And he makes pop culture references. I like it. This is a far superior product. An AI genie that lives yeah. in an Echo show. That shaped like in a lamp? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm. 
why aren't we doing this? Where can they send their checks to? You can send it to podcast at Bob's and Mansons. <laughs> there, you there you go. There's a, that's, like that's you could a do an story. echo dot and the echo dot sits inside of the magic lamp. Right. I like it. I love this idea. Yeah. They could do a limited edition gold echo dot inside uh-huh. a genie lamp. Like a you baller edition. Buy it at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was gold paint. I don't right. Know, it's like, not a real goal. I'm not saying 24 care. Don't get crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people would, but yeah, I like this idea. Some it's people good. Would. Genie. Hey, Genie. Hey, Genie. It makes so much more sense. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. I don't know. That's not a good Genie. It was fine. That's me trying to be Dan Castellaneta, trying to be Robin Williams. It just, right. it all fell it's apart. It's too removed. It all fell apart. You should apart. try to be I'm Kevin sorry. Bacon being Dan Castellaneta, being Robin Williams. Being Kevin Bacon. <laughs> being Kevin Bacon. Exactly. Done. Close all the right. loop. So, yeah, so uh, that's coming soon. So, to hey, your, Disney, uh, coming to your favorite Walt Disney World Resort Can hotel. we agree it should be Hey, Genie? Listen, yes. Bantha Tears, like, I think you just, I, listen, I don't make a lot of calls to action here except to support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bob says Bantha. Exactly. What I'm saying, though, is that yeah, I think that, that we should, solid. this is something we should really, like, we should really push for changing it to Hey, Genie. Rolly Crump doll in It's a Small World. One. Genie instead of Hey, Disney. Two. There you go. That's all we ask of the world. That's all we ask of the world. I'd like to take a Jungle Cruise boat out once, just for the afternoon. It's okay if Scott's my only passenger. Yeah. And he, finds, us- he finds me entertaining occasionally. All the time I yeah. find you entertaining, no matter what jokes you're telling. Yeah. And I would like a five-star review on occasion. Yeah. That's really it. So it's like four things it's that like we want. four things we're that's asking That's not a lot. For. It's not a lot at all. One of them's not even for us. Two of them aren't even for us. No, they're for the world, Aaron. That's right. What's they're our next news story? World. Well, as you know, big historic birthday being celebrated this week october yeah, 1st 50th marks the 50th 50 the 50th i say the that's 50th right and i can't say it at all walt disney world opening the most been as inter- i said the most magical place on the earth. most magical place on earth been entertaining guests for now 50 years for 50 years and uh, along with entertaining those guests there are some cast members who have been at walt disney world for 50 years since day one Since opening day, day. One, october 1st 1971 that's kind of amazing when you think about I it i think it really is i don't know okay so uh three people were pro uh, were profiled of having spent 50 years at walt disney world that's amazing so one is a high profile individual that you probably recognize the name of george calagridis no george calagridis he uh made a decision to become a hotel worker yeah. uh, when Disney World opened, and he would eventually become the president of Disney World, Walt Disney World, and Disneyland. Oh, that's yeah. That's awesome. I think that's pretty impressive. You, you don't think that's impressive. I do. I think it is. I'm a kind of person that celebrates inside. You, oh, you're like internally like excited. I'm internally like, wow, okay. that's, that's great. All right, fair enough. Yeah. There is another individual... Not as popular as George Calagridis. I'll be the judge of that. Someone that you probably won't find as nearly as interesting. Uh, But her name is Erlene Anderson. Yes. And she jumped at the chance of uh, working at Walt Disney World, uh, having having fallen in love with the beauty of Disneyland when she was on a trip there in, uh, in 1969. Wow. And so she ended up taking a position in merchandise at a hotel at the magic kingdom. And she's still working there. At That's this amazing. Point. And then there was another individual. His name was Forrest Baruth. I believe uh-huh. is how you pronounce his yep. last name. He was hired as a show director for the park in 1971. And, uh, over the past five decades, he's continued to help out in other D- Disney theme parks as being a show director. That's awesome. So I just think it's really cool that these three individuals, have been a part of the Disney experience for as long as Walt Disney World's been open and have seen some like, I mean, think of all the things that they've seen over the years. Oh, yeah. 
Put it on a resume. I hope that would be neat to have that be your only job. Yeah. What if they got laid off like right now? Yeah. They're like, mm, we got to make some cuts. I'm so sorry. We and the timing of the article was terrible, but this is going to be a real yeah. awkward conversation. Yeah. It's going to be a tough conversation. Resume is short, but it's sweet. It's really punchy. It's very punchy. I would love that. Wait, way to go. 50 years. Way to go. Yeah. Next news story. So the Hollywood reporter put out a story talking about Basically, let me break it down this way. Okay. There's a question of who owns a copyright when it comes to a comic book character. Right. At one point, the estate of Jack Kirby was suing to remove their their copyright from some of the characters that Jack Kirby created, namely many of the Avengers. You look up Jack Kirby, you can see what characters he created, okay, or co-created. Right. At that point, he sued, his estate sued in order to remove his authorization for copyright from Disney. Disney ended up- uh, Does that mean he he sued to remove his right? Like he didn't want to be the copyright holder of them anymore? Or he wanted to retain his copyright of them? So uh, you're about to get into a big question of copyright law. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to open that can. You don't, but you have. Okay. And so let me try to break this down as much as possible. Okay. Yeah. During the 1970s, Congress allowed authors of creative works or their heirs to be able to reclaim the rights that were granted to publishers after a certain period of time. Okay. So like I create Hey Doogie Doogie. You and create then Hey Doogie Doogie. I license that to you for 20 years and then I get it back when that's done. You get the option, option to take that back. Yeah. Okay. And so what happened was the estate of Jack Kirby attempted to do that and they attempted to do that with regard to characters like spider-man the x-men hulk and thor okay gave this to you for a little while but now it's expired but now we're it reclaiming it okay right? and so they they went to they went to reclaim the right the the state of jack kirby went to reclaim that right disney ended up there was a lawsuit that ensued disney was winning in this process and made this uh, and, and argued that this was a work made for hire, basically, and so therefore Disney owned the right to these characters when they through bought their, Marvel characters, right? Through Marvel their partner, Comics, right? through their acquisition of Marvel, they acquired those characters because Marvel had hired them as a work for hire thing. Correct. Yeah. The you Kirby never had the copyright. You made it for us. We've always been the holder of the copyright. You've never been the holder of the copyright, and it went to Disney when they bought us. That right, sort of thing. Okay. A federal court ruled in 2011 that Kirby's work was work made for hire. Yeah, that he did not retain any ownership over right. these characters. Right. So then, Kirby, the Kirby estate, wanted to appeal that that decision up to the Supreme Court. While they were waiting to see whether or not the Supreme Court would take up that writ, Disney's just settled the matter. Basically, they just more or less said, hey, we're going to settle the matter with the with Kirby's estate. We're going to give you money. We're yeah, gonna, that's code for we we we're going to give you we, a lot of money we, we, and make we, this go. Yeah. Right. Right. So this has been settled. But now uh, the the estate of Steve Ditko, who is co-creator of Spider-Man, as well as a lot of other Marvel right. characters. Now they're going through the exact same situation with the estate of Steve Ditko. And this is the potential of Ditko's estate taking away the rights to Iron Man, Loki, Doctor Strange, and a lot of the MCU characters. So this is, this is, it's sort of like history is repeating itself. Obviously Disney has good standing to believe that this is also a work made for hire and therefore it's owned 
outright by Disney. Right. But the question will become whether or not the Ditko estate will end up pushing the exact same issues that the Kirby estate pushed, which would force Disney to either plan on litigating it all the way up to and including the Supreme Court of the United States or whether or not Disney's going to end up settling this issue. This is like a story that's interesting. It's an interesting factoid. Yeah. I don't really think that Our those MCU care. I don't think. <laughs> I think it's interesting. You know, you try to find news to report every single week. <laughs> I think it's you know, interesting. I try to hold down a full time job. Right? I know. And I'm teaching part time. I'm doing and a lot of things to, and I'm trying to be the, a good husband to my wife <laughs> and a great father to my three children. And a good friend to your one friend. One of which has turned into a teenager this That's year. True. And you got to make criticism about the news that I source <laughs> no. up in the very few and precious spare moments that I have to make a podcast. We all How saw this dare story. you? We all saw this story. We all wondered what it was about. And I'm glad you summarized it. Somebody's going to get some more money. Ditko's getting paid. That's that's right. Yeah, I guess that's it, Aaron. I guess we'll just reduce it to that amount. Ditko's suing and they're going to get money. Yeah. Let's move on. No, hold on. All right. Did you see the the one about Mickey Mouse, though, that the, the copyright for Mickey Mouse was expiring and some like parody company was going to you know do some stuff with that? No, you don't care about this anymore? I mean, I know all about this. Do you? Yeah, I teach copyright law. Oh, well, tell me about the cop uh, because that Mickey Mouse story just ran like three weeks ago. That's a whole story. Fine. We're going to talk about it some other time. Okay, good. We, if you wanted to, you just indicated that our listeners could care less about copyright law. No, uh, Avenger However, copyright law. Avenger copyright law. However, there is a very, very fascinating story about Mickey Mouse about to go into the public domain. Right, yes. And Sonny Bono, who was a congressman at that time, passed the Sonny Bono Copyright Extension Act, which allowed Disney to be- Also known as the- Boy, that's right. The Oh Boy Act, which allowed uh, Disney to reclaim ownership over Mickey Mouse for an extended period of time. But then Steamboat Willie's going to end up going back into the public domain because that time's up. It's fascinating. Yeah. For a nerd like me. No, I think uh, under Mickey Mouse, people are very curious about that because there's legend and lore and rumor about what you can, can't do with Mickey Mouse and what's happening with him and what would happen if he became public domain and how that affects it being the banner of that company. So I think it's interesting for another time. You want to say we can do an episode on the copyright of Mickey Mouse sometime. That'd be fun. It would be really fun. It'd be fun. You got a new story for me? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk? I don't about- know. Whatever it is, I'm going to tear it down. Okay. Well, this was this was all over the internet. Uh, just in my newsfeed would not go away. Uh, a restaurant at Disneyland that was so going to be so popular it couldn't be built. Okay. I saw this headline, but I didn't click. So explain to me what this is. This came. This uh, came from Cron. Uh, which I don't know. It's hard to say if it's above or below inside the magic, uh, but this is just a story that wouldn't go away. What it boils <laughs> down to, if you read well, really all... taking shots at the San Francisco Chronicle there. Oh, is that what Cron is? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a cannabis website. <laughs> I thought it was the god that Conan uh, prayed to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it, was, it was fine. I meant Conan the Barbarian, not O'Brien. No, <laughs> both of them. Or either, yeah. The uh, the takeaway from the story is that uh, Walt Walt Disney really wanted to build a tea house, I believe, for Lillian, a restaurant for for his wife. Uh, but they thought that it would be too popular, and so it kind of morphed into the Tiki Room at Disneyland. At Disneyland, that's the whole story. It's the whole story. Uh, that he was going to build a tea house, but then they built the Tiki Room. Mm-hmm. That that idea kind of shifted and shaped and came into the Tiki Room. Something like that. It took about nine paragraphs. I tried to find the real meat of the story. Why is this story getting passed around right now? I don't know because that's how all things are done now. Is there a, there's not an anniversary of the Tiki Room coming up or anything like that, right? It doesn't matter. It's a factoid and therefore it's news. 
And then everybody else pounces on it and repeats yeah. it. And it was like, and in the title, the title is like a restaurant too popular. Uh, our buddy, uh, our buddy Raleigh gets uh, mentioned in there a bunch of, of times he because he's of his work on the Tiki Room. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of non-news stories, let's talk about oh. the Inside the Magic story, which of course Yay! you love Inside the Magic. I need a theme song for Inside the Magic. Inside the Magic, non-news Something like that. That was great. Thank you. Okay. Uh, the the, the non news story headline goes: Southwest Airlines announces secret partnership Ooh. with Walt Disney World. Oh, it sounds nefarious. It does sound nefarious. A secret partnership. What could this be? Yeah. Or is what my children used to say? What could this be? Is <laughs> what could this be? Is that's what they used to say when yeah. they were learning how to speak. What could this be? Is yeah, I like it. It's cute. So what could this be? Is is very plainly Southwest is making a partnership with Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary. Yeah. And they just haven't made a full announcement yet. Yeah. They just teased it on Twitter. Right. And then MCO, Orlando International Airport, mm-hmm. uh, in their Southwest, you know, wing. Mm-hmm. What is that? Terminal Gates? area. Terminal. Yeah, yeah. Terminal area is covered in Walt Disney World 50th anniversary stuff. Oh, so that's fun. Are they going to get a livery for the planes? Are they going to do some, some Fab Five on the, or some something Oh, that'd on the be side? nice, wouldn't yeah. it? They should get a livery or two. That'd be fun. You don't pronounce that livery? Livery, maybe livery. I don't know. Livery. I, livery? I, I don't know. I really don't that's know. That's just a place pronounce. that holds animals, right? That's what yeah. we're talking about? I'm feeling a little livery today. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. I drank too much last night. I'm yeah, feeling, I'm a feeling livery. super livery. Yeah. That'd be cool. Get some get some plane skins. Get some get some unlocks. Get some skin unlocks on those Southwest planes. What are you talking about? You're talking about like what the planes are going to look like? Yeah. Like a little vinyl wrapping? Yeah, they're livery. Uh, the way the, the way the plane is decorated, uh, the colors on the plane is called a livery or a livery. Wait a second. Look it up. I thought you were talking about like animal feed and animal no, feed store. No, the way a, that's what a livery is. No, no, no. The livery is uh, the way the the, co- the you know the co- the color kit of the actual airplane is called it's livery. Definition of livery. I believe you pronounce it this way. Mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not wrong. There's a thing called a livery stable, yeah. which is a stable where horses are kept. <laughs> right. So right, or so, let ever doing- so you could see where my confusion came from. Totally, you were pulling from your uh, Gregorian <laughs> like feed store business school. Oh, when you said is there going to be was- a livery? I thought you meant like, are they going to maintain animals on this plane? Right, and course. you meant, is there going to be a vinyl wrap on the, I mean, on the airplane? Are they going to? Are they going to have some planes? I'm glad we got to the bottom of that, Scott. Very important. I word. think yes to both questions. Yes, both. There will be sheep in the airplane. There's sheep in the airport because you want to have a petting zoo. You want to get to the entertainment you do. before you get to Walt Disney That's World. Right, you want the Disney experience as soon as you on board and hopefully the terminals and the airplanes livery themselves are both themed to walt disney world that 50 years seem of magic un, like unnecessarily confusing right to <laughs> right, use yeah. the same term for two completely different ideas it is yeah one's a uniform one involves goat feed right i know that seems weird yeah and you could just say like what's the wrap are we gonna do a wrap on that yeah why wouldn't they just say they're gonna do vinyl wrap on the on the planes because it sounds more prestigious with livery i guess you're that's right. fun i mean is that fun it's cool it's great you know what it isn't? News? It's not a secret partnership. It's not secret. It's just... It's just it's just an unannounced partnership. Yeah. They're not doing something clandestine here. Right. In fact, they're going to do something very destine. Right, yeah. People uh, are going to know about it. People are going to really I doubt they'll hide it. it forever. Like, hey... Probably not much longer. Psst. Hey, do you... You guys have a partnership with Disney? Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, hey, whoa. Hey, hey, don't, don't so announce loud. in the world, okay? Right. I was just asking because the lobby's decorated, the plane's decorated, hey, all the hey, pilots are hey. wearing Mickey hats. Hey, take it easy, man. Okay? <laughs> I don't air your dirty laundry. Right. Shh, 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 shh. Hold on the down, man. Oh, I just thought because it was the 50th. 50- <laughs>
<laughs> so yeah, Southwest, Walt Disney World, 50th anniversary, big celebration. Partnership. Partnership. Shh, shh, but don't say anything. Keep it down. Okay. What else we got? Last news story before oh. we get into the what we're what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Screen Rant ran a article saying yes. Star Wars is still being held back by the Jedi and Jedi. Jedi and the Sith are maybe are are they holding? I think they posed the question. That's right. In this article, uh, with so much uh, expansion of Star Wars content, like never before. That's right. Uh, you know, in in the cartoons, in the in the Bubba Fett's, in the Star Wars Visions, which we're going to talk, talk about in, in the Mace bit. Windows, in, in the, the Mace Bubba Windows, Fetts. like our our parody segments being held back uh, by the Sith and the Jedi. And this is actually a really good question. Yeah, meaning that do, they have to come up with a lot of stories now, right? Yeah, like right. the Book of Bubba, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Yes, <laughs> a bubble tea fat, all that stuff. Uh, they have to come up with stories for all these things, yeah. and, and in those stories, it is uh, it is a very popular, you know, a very yeah, popular idea to include a Sith or a Jedi because those are the ultimate good and ultimate evil. Sure, but then the stories sort of gravitate around this sort of lightsabery thing, and they don't like is tell it too them. much of a crutch? Is that right? What is it too much saying? of a crutch? Yeah. And so I would love to get your opinion on this. Uh, my initial read on it was that for me, especially after watching Star Wars Visions, it's less of a problem. The Jedi are less of a problem than the Sith. Okay. Okay. And I was only thinking that because are there not only supposed to be just one Sith or two, two, supposed to be two, two at the same time, yep. which does cause a, a storytelling problem. Correct. You can't then have this sort of omnipresent, omnipotent sort of entity of beings that are just bad. You, you just kind of have this these two big bads. Right. Whereas Jedi... I mean, unless you get into the idea of like a fallen Sith or a Sith that escaped being killed or something like that. And yeah, and if you're allowed to do that within the lore that that there's only two sort of official uh, assist right. and master at the same time, but there's a bunch of people that may have fallen or didn't make it through training or like whatever, and so they're semi-bad, yeah. then I think that's cool. But the Jedi, much more of a population pull, to, pull from who's to sure. say really how many Jedi there were or are or where they're at and who can be one and how somebody might have gotten a lightsaber right. uh, and stuff like that. So I, I did think it was interesting because I noticed that in the visions, this this sort of problem of, hey, man, when you have to tie everything to these two, the ultimate good and ultimate bad, it does sort of it does sort of narrow your storytelling sure. into sort of ultimate right. good and ultimate evil, which isn't always a story you need to tell. And so I think Screen Rant, to their credit, usually not something I'm all jazzed up about, but a really great question. What are your thoughts? I think it's a really good question. And I mean, I think we'll get into it as we talk about Star Wars Visions yeah. and the things that Star Wars Visions did well and I think the the challenges of that show. But I think it's a really valid question because there is so many different places that you could take storytelling in Star Wars too. Yeah. That to use Jedi and Sith as those crutches or those, you know, the absolute good, absolute evil type of thing. Yeah. It makes for easy storytelling. It sure does. Right? Let's explore the idea of this Jedi or this Sith. Uh, you know, I think George Lucas worked himself into a corner by establishing the rule of two, the rule yeah. of two agreed yeah. when it came to to Sith, because I think you could, you could explore more space or I should say Star Wars writers have had to create more space with, uh, with having adversaries that are not necessarily Sith. But uh, again, like uh, you use an example, like Asajj Ventress from the Clone Wars at the level Disney plus is, or Disney is trying to, to, create content right. for a three movie arc 
or even a six movie arc. I really like the idea that there's more of the good, but they are less powerful unless they are all united. And the dark side is more powerful, but there is less of it because yeah. it is so evil. I like, think I that's think a really an, interesting. It is dynamic. really interesting. Yeah. It's just not interesting for cartoons and tons of other stuff that or, needs or to, for to, every single story and right? or for every single story. Right. And that's where I think like the book of Boba Fett has the opportunity to shine. I think Andor, the Cassian Andor series right, yeah. has the opportunity to shine. You know, I think, and I right. think that's what they tried to do with Rogue One. Yes, right? I was going to say Rogue One has the the stick lightsaber with right. I'm one with the Force, Force is one with me, and so that's kind of you get some some stuff in there. You get a little force uh, force adjacent. You get, you get a little get force adjacent. adjacent. But other than that, it's a really good character story about about the cost of sacrifice and and setting up good uh, what I call the bridge builder theology is that some people build bridges, other people get to cross them. Yeah, and that's that's fascinating to me. That's why I, I, I love so Rogue One. Yeah, I I think so too. I mean, and I think Mandalorian the first season of Mandalorian did that. I mean, obviously rescuing baby Yoda and him being able to use the force in certain moments right. of season one. I don't believe that that suddenly now became a focus on the Jedi and the Sith as much as it was a storytelling device of the relationship between a father and son and the son has special abilities. Like I, but I don't, I didn't see the season one of the Mandalorian did not lean on Jedi and Sith too much, which I, to its yeah, credit, totally. that was fantastic. So to screen rights, uh, to screen rants credit, I think they pose a really good question yeah, saying is. like, Hey, you don't have to lean on this crutch so much. And actually, if you do, it makes Jedi and Sith less interesting. What do you say? We take a uh, quick break and when yeah. we come back. Okay. What do you want to talk about? We're going to talk about Star Wars visions. We're going to review are high tops. Those are, every those are episode. Those are branded high tops that are being sold in the mall at Zoomies. No, they're my new shades that I'm oh, wearing. Oh, yeah, your Star Wars Visions. Looking through Star Wars Visions. Yeah, they're new. They're uh, Bob Chase Peck's new smart glasses to ride. That's right. Any Rise of Resistance, you have to get Star Wars Visions. It's an add-on. It's an add-on. Like, it, you can it's still an ride enhancement. It. It's an yeah, it's enhancement. It's an enhancement. Yeah, you can still ride it, but if you want to see everything that's happening, you got to get Star right. Wars Visions. No surprise, I've got Star Wars visions, Jedi's in my Star Wars visions. Let's get into Star Wars Visions. This is what you've all been waiting for. We've been talking about it for a year. A year now. And then it came out and we watched it. We and we're watched gonna, it. We're going to talk about overall feelings, overall thoughts, and then maybe the top three episodes, what you should watch. If you're on the fence and you're like, I don't know, I'm not really into this. Should I, are any of them any good? I'm going to tell we're you what I think. Three. I'm going to give you the top three. And top I'm going to give you my top three. Nice. You, now, you should watch these. For those of you who may not be aware, Star Wars Vision is an anime inspired series that's available on Disney Plus. Nine episodes. Nine episodes where the, would you say, top anime. Uh, houses. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, they're all from a different studio and they tell you who, who made it. Studios, right that was yeah. the word I was, I was looking yeah. for. Yeah, so t the top anime studios each contributed an episode. Those episodes range from, range from 13 minutes to about 23 minutes or yeah. so. And, uh, and you can binge them all right now. And watch them out of order. You can watch them whatever order you want. They're just single serving stories. I'm gonna they tell are you not related to, to each other. And you should. There's some good ones out there. So I'm going to actually tell you which ones to watch. So that's what you're going to get from this. You can get some good Star Wars content to watch. Now, let's set the stage here. Okay. You are or are not an anime fan 
uh, follower, etc. No, I am not a follower or a fan or anything like that. Okay. There, are, there are you know some anime properties that I like and some anime movies that I like. I was going to say, what's your anime history? Um, I mean, people have given me stuff to watch. I've yeah. watched little little bits of it here, and I can just never really like get into it. But I've seen lots. I've seen one episode of a lot of different stuff. Okay, my experience with anime is very very minimal. I yeah. mean, I you know. When I was in high school, watched Akira because everybody right. watched Akira when totally. we were our age in, in uh, high school, and that blew my mind. Yeah, and Ghost in the Shell, Ghost in the Shell, Cowboy Bebop, and Macross, See, and even Gundam that, X, and even that stuff I started like tailing off of. So I was aware of Robotech, obviously. Yeah. So, but but as far as like anime goes, it it's never rung my bell. It's never been like something that I've been really interested in. However, it's a very distinct art style. It's a very distinct talking style, especially a lot of those, uh, a lot of anime is overdubbed or dubbed from uh, its, you know, original language and the, the voice acting when they do the overdub of it, it has a very specific cadence and sound style that people uh, either can, can deal with and they enjoy that or it feels, you know, very homey to them. And then some people like my wife, I don't, I just does not enjoy that when they overdub it into English. It's a very like, there's a lot of this, huh? 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 There's a lot of yelling about mundane things like, don't go out the gate. You're like, why, why not? Because I know. Yeah, there, like that. There's a lot. And so that's just a thing and you either yeah. like it or you don't like it. Overall, what did you think about Star Wars Visions? Overall, without getting into specific episodes. I would say overall, this is not something that I would, I think that Disney should pursue long term. I think it was a neat, it feels like a collector's edition. It, uh-huh. feels, like, it feels like a niche thing. It feels like a, for a hardcore fan. But I, I don't think this is going to resonate with a lot of people. I agree. I think a lot, if you're looking for Star Wars content, you're, you're not familiar with this even type of storytelling yeah. and how it progresses uh, and the themes that are, uh, you know, I mean, they did such a great job kind of replicating the feel of anime in this because uh, it came from legit anime studios. Right. But if you're not used to that, you're going to be like, this is super boring and I have no idea what's going on. I could not agree more. Okay. I mean, this is like uh, what I, as I was watching all of these episodes, one thing that I, a note that I made for myself was this feels like a giant swing for Star Wars fans. Right. And, and I was sort of surprised, like, why wouldn't they start with the idea of doing a Star Wars? What if doing these Star Wars legends and animating Star Wars legends of like, well, what if this, none of this actually happened, but what if it did happen this way? Yeah. And almost setting the table or conditioning Star Wars fans to be ready for this type of thing. The overall feeling that I had for Visions was I I disliked more than I enjoyed. Uh-huh. And the ones that I enjoyed, I only sort of enjoyed. Interesting. There's no way that any of these things actually happened in the Star Wars universe or a canon. Like there, there's just no way. So to, to frame it as a what if is almost better or like, yeah. uh, like, an, like this because they're, they're, they're just don't feel Star Wars in any way, shape or form, which, which I don't think visions is trying to be right. ca- canonical. There are some amazing Star Wars like moments in it, yeah. but they're, they're, they're using the, they're, they're using the, 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 the force and lightsabers mm-hmm. and that kind of thing to tell a different story instead of like, this isn't a Star Wars story with you know with stuff you're going to recognize at all yeah exactly like the 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 it, and it was interesting because another one of the notes that i had was like it felt like no one from lucasfilm was overseeing this and saying yeah. like no that doesn't happen in the universe like right. there was no 
there was no canon within this story of saying yeah. this is the way the force works or this is the way Jedi operate or Sith operate or whatever it was that there wasn't any oversight that they basically said it's a sandbox go do whatever you want yeah and yet at the same time every single one of these stories has the phrase I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, it does every single one. Every I, single I noticed one. it. I noticed it, but then I, I didn't watch them all so close together. That I noticed every single one has that. And so I was like, well, it seems like, is that an amazing coincidence? Or did somebody, or was there someone at Lucasfilm that said, work this in, you know, either a nod and a wink or whatever it is, or there is like, this is a storytelling trope of Star Wars that needs to be worked in. Yeah. And so I couldn't tell. Or if they're like, or this is not going to be good. So if you could work in, I've got a bad feeling in. about this. Then yeah. we can always just pull back to like, yeah, we knew we took a swing. We knew it wasn't going to be good. See, we put it in so every we put single that thing one in there. Yeah. We so knew. it's weird. As I was like, either there was a lot of oversight and yeah. it just was not very good, or there was no oversight whatsoever. It's a hard thing when the when you're using an existing art form which has sort of an aesthetic and rules and things like that, and then you're asking for approval from a studio, and they'd be like, okay, well, I mean, to really make it Star Wars, here's what we do. We would change all of that. Yeah. You're like, well. <laughs> Right. Well, you can't though because we're trying to do it in this style. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, we don't really know anything about that style, so I mean, I guess this Just works. It. Just have at it. So it is. It is weird, but I, I, I think that uh, there are some really, really, really fun moments, um, and some of them are worth getting to that really fun moment. Um, but uh, like you said, a lot of it I disliked more of it than I liked. Yeah. But the, the few moments that I did like, I was like, well, I'm glad that I watched. Okay. 20 minutes of this to see that. Well, let's get into it. Okay, you let's know, get why, into why it. We, do you want to go uh, in chronological order? Yeah, let's or do you start with the duel, around? which, uh, you know, the duel I did not make it through. I made it a halfway through. Kennedy and I started this one. It's the first one you'll see on yep. there. Uh, and the reason was it was a little bleak and Kennedy's more of a purist. She prefers everything watercolored okay. uh, and stuff like that. And this had a heavy use. A lot of these do. Uh, but it had heavy use of 3D props that were shaded in a way that looked yeah. anime right. instead of an actual sort of hand-drawn thing. And she's like, I'm just watching Toy Story at this point with a rent with a oh, so rendering pass. So when it's that obvious that everything is is uh, not hand drawn or watercolored, um, she just kind of lost interest in that, and so did I on that one. So I gave that one a two out of five. This duel. one, I thought the art. St- I love the art style on uh-huh. this one, and this one is a it's a black and white with yeah. occasional color that's used throughout for accent purposes. It's about a Ronin samurai um, that defends a town from a Sith invasion. So he fights another Sith and then he gives uh, a red kyber crystal to the chief of the village in order to protect them. And I didn't, he didn't do anything Sith like. So I don't understand like, was he a Sith? Was he just using a Sith lightsaber? Like, was he a Sith killer? Kyber crystals in Star Wars visions are handed out like candy. They're just like, exactly. (laughs) You get one and you get one (laughs) and you get one. So I really didn't like the story didn't resonate with me, but the art style I really, really loved. Um, There was something that I absolutely hated in this. In the duel. In the duel. Which was? And the Sith light uh, umbrella, the lightsaber umbrella. Okay. So this was, uh, you saw this in the trailer for Star Wars Visions, but this, what, the, the, the bad Sith, there's two Sith, the bad Sith that we're, that we're supposed to be rooting against uses a, like a, a staff that I, I think projects lightsabers out of eight yeah. different things and she sort yeah. of spins it around. Mm-hmm. And it's basically, it's basically an umbrella frame without an umbrella on it and so if you imagine an umbrella frame and then there are lightsabers shooting out of each one of the spokes of an umbrella yeah that's what she uses that's a one kyber crystal per per that's like eight kyber crystals yeah but apparently it's you can get them anywhere you can get them they're like they're like you lift up a rock there's a kyber there's crystal a, yeah, what do you know probably a now. and so overall so i guess we're giving it a rating we're giving it an out of 10 is that what we're saying out of five out of five yeah 
I would give this a three out of five. Three out of five. Yeah, okay. I would say three out of five. I gave it a two one. out of five. The next one up was called Tatoo- Tatooine, which is a planet. It's a planet. Uh, Tatooine uh, Rhapsody. That's right. Which is a, a story of a of a band that uh, gets together and ends up having to play for Jabba the Hut. Yes. Uh, for some reason, so they can go on world tour or something. And it's about unity and stuff like that. Um, I gave this one a three out of five. I found it really funky that the music was so American. Three out of five. Yeah, I gave it a three out of five. It was fun. It was a, it was like a Star Wars story I hadn't heard before about like a band and they were doing stuff. So I liked that. The music was just so holistically like rock American rock. Oh my gosh, it everything was, about it. It was just so that part was crazy to me that the music. They have was, a band member that is a hut that has long black hair and yeah. facial piercings and is wearing a t-shirt with a skull on it. Yeah. Like that in and of itself is like, what are we doing here? Who's to say? I called this rock and roll chibi Boba Fett. That's what I referred to this as. And I assume it got a one out of five from you? It's a one out of five. I hated everything about this. It was straight up American rock and roll. Right, which is very odd. They even announced the instruments and they're like, this is a bass guitar. Well, it was a rumble bass. The rumble bass. And the what, the dual electric guitar or something, the dual head electric guitar. It was just so, like, they sounded like Bad Green Day, basically. Uh-huh. It was horrendous to me. All right, let's move on. No, 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 no. Oh, we're going to stick keep... with this for a moment. <laughs> All right, wow. There's a subplot. You loved it. There's a subplot where they're being pursued by Boba Fett, by the most notorious bounty hunters in the galaxy. Yeah. Like, Boba Fett, Dengar is there. I think Zuckus and Forlom as well. Yeah. And, like, this band escapes from those people? Well, Boba Fett, if you look at him, he likes the music. He's, like, he, kinda, does, he does sort of, he's like, kind of jamming to it a little bit. And he's, like, this is what I've been missing on Slave One. I mean, Bubba's Starship. Boba Fett Starship. Boba Fett Starship. Yeah. I've been missing, do you guys have, like, a demo track I can put in? It's I know, great. In my CD player? I don't love it, but I thought I thought it was fun. Oh, it's horrible. Totally different story. Can terrible. we move on to the twins? Not to mention I hated the animation. I yeah. hated the animation. I didn't love the art style on the first two. The twins. The twins. Or as I like to call, that's no Sailor Moon. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah, it has a, had a because of the art style and because of the girl's hair and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And because of the the Star Wars reference. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. You just got that. That's no Moon. Well, that's Sailor Moon's a, an actual anime property. No, I know that's and, why and, I combined and, 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 it. It was the most no beautiful Sailor joke Moon. that's been done on this episode. Uh, I love. You really it. got it out for me this episode. I told it all. That's no. You know, I tried really hard. <laughs> yeah. I had a long day before. We I know recorded. you did. What did you think of the twins? I gave it a. Four out of five. Oh my gosh, what is wrong with you? Oh my gosh, this episode was so much fun. Uh, it's a, a, a bad Sith and a good Sith twin sister, and the sister wants to use her dark armor to destroy the world and maybe herself, and her brother's like, "Not, you're not going to do that. And then he gets this, uh, he gets basically the old faithful equivalent, the old faithful geyser equivalent of, of a, a lightsaber. lightsaber. Yeah, where the thing just shoots out a beam that's eight feet wide and a hundred feet long, it's- and he slices a starship in half, like, like toast down the middle yeah he does like a what i call they call it a holdo maneuver yeah in, uh, in he does Rise a holdo maneuver with uh with a lightsaber while he's just out sometimes they need their helmet when they're out the spacecraft sometimes they don't need this their is helmet where I'm like this is where i'm like i it's how is fun this, though this it's is not fun. star wars no this but is, it's fun he's fighting his sister and she's madness. mean she turns into doc ock with red lightsabers and he wraps them up because yeah, she has like these lightsaber whips that she pulls out and she's screaming the entire at time at one point his lightsaber is a every, pez machine where you can just kind of flip it open put in a new kyber goes on and then the, yeah, exactly. flip it right back this is like everything i hate about anime in fact i think my note says everything i hate about anime. man i hate anime that's what it said <laughs> yeah. my note said that. oh i give this one a four out of five i thought the twins was fun it's just a lot of fighting and big lightsaber stuff it's nuts i really like the art uh, style d- a bad like an evil c3po 
Yeah, Dark 3PO. I have Dark my PO is great. Dark 3PO. If you're doing this idea of like anime inspired Star Wars, like why don't you just stick with things that are, I mean, you can't just, you can't just take Star Wars color forms and then call it a Star Wars thing. Like right. you, you gotta, you gotta be within the world. And no, this, this is, is not that it's world breaking. Also, uh, yeah, this is way out there. It's madness. It's, this is, it's everything that I dislike about anime. It's like little girls screaming at the top of their lungs. Well, everybody's screaming. It's seizure inducing <laughs> flashes mm-hmm. and strobe lights. Yeah, everybody's screaming. Everybody's screaming. And, uh, and, and you know, there's, there's just it's just so much it's just so yeah. excessive everything uh-huh. about it's so excessive i couldn't stand it and the whole time i'm like wait is this like an allegory for luke and leia like they're twins no i don't they're know created by the dark side like he's clearly luke he's flying like luke's x-wing at one point and actually and at R2 the end duo is flying the r2 X-wing. duo yeah right du- duo d2 there's yeah. r2 d2 r2 yeah. duo He's flying the X-Wing. And then at the end of that episode, this brother ends up on Tatooine. Does he? Yeah. He's like, he's looking out at the setting sun. Oh, that's of, right. Yeah. That's and you right. hear Jawas in the background. So it's like, yeah. he ends up on Tatooine. So I'm like, is this supposed to be like a Luke thing? Like a, yeah. a dark Luke, dark Leia type of thing? I hated this thing. Wow. But I give it a two out of five. Okay, nice. Because yeah, I thought the art style was great. The next one, God, man, if we're going to disagree on all of these. The next one is The Village Bride. The Village Bride. Which I didn't make it all the way through. You probably I, loved this. Well, this is what I would say about The Village Bride. Yeah. I would give it a four out of five. Wow. I would give it a four out of five. I didn't make it all the way through, so why is it so good? In short terms, why is it so good? So this is why I said. Six minutes in, it has nothing to do with Star Wars. Right. Okay. And then, but I like this idea that there is a, uh, that there are raiders that have taken over battle droids this villager gets married and then she's given away to these raiders basically. And then she decides to come out of hiding in order to fight the raiders and free the village. Yeah. And overall, I really like this story because okay. it felt very not star Warsy. Yeah. But it felt like a good story. Like there was an interesting story here. It paid homage to the star Wars universe. It used the star Wars universe well to tell a unusual story that's set in the star Wars universe. Fantastic. So yeah, I give it a four out of five. I nice. really liked it. Uh, is the next one uh, the Ninth Jedi? The Ninth the next Jedi, one, which you did not watch. right? I watched a little bit of it. Okay, uh, saw them. You know, I think it has to do with. Uh, I think this is the one where they're giving out carbo crystals like they're the candy, basically. Like candy, so yeah. they, so the idea, as far as I understand it, is that the the Jedi Order is gone, but there are still Jedi in the universe, but they've lost the ability to right. use lightsabers. Yeah. No, there are like lightsabers don't exist. And then there's going to go build some and, and bring them back. Yeah. He's like a lightsaber Smith. He's like uh-huh. a saber Smith. Mm-hmm. And somehow he has access to Kyber crystals and he builds these lightsabers. And at one, and, uh, and they, they do this thing that is not Canon, but I sort of liked it. The, the saber Smith makes these lightsabers and the daughter is not a Jedi. There's an upcharge to turn it on. There's an upcharge to turn it on. Yeah. It's only $250 for the but, saber if you want to turn it on. <laughs> it's different. It's a different structure. She turns on the lightsaber and it's uh it's no color. So you don't oh, so it's sort of like invisible more or less. Yeah. And he says, Well, the Jedi, based on its personality, will determine the color of the lightsaber and the length of the lightsaber. Right. So she's able to use a lightsaber, but it's clear. Mm, uh, that seems dangerous. It seems very dangerous. Uh, the art style of it's really neat. And then there's a and then there's a big betrayal. And basically, all those Jedi—they're not all Jedi. Some of them are Sith. 
And so when they ignite their lightsabers, they're they're red. Oh, that's, and then fun. that's a fun way to reveal that. It's really neat. And yeah. then as this daughter is fighting with the other Jedi, her blade turns from clear into green. Uh, so it's like, oh, she actually is a Jedi. Yeah. Uh, and so there's the Anna, the, the, uh, choreography for the fight choreography animation was amazing okay right on. Uh, i would highly recommend this one i okay. think this one feels like star wars it's an interesting unique story about star wars it feels it takes place very very far in the future so you could sort of almost see it being canon yeah and the way they introduce it is very fairy tale like like it almost feels like uh, it almost feels like a Star Wars crawl at the very beginning to set the universe up, mm-hmm. and it ends in a really nice way. So I give this one, this one's a five out of five for me. Nice, I really okay. Like this one. I'll go back and watch it. Yeah. Uh, is the next one Tob One? Tob One. Toby is or the Toby One, or Toby One is the ast- is the Astro Boy uh, one about a you know a, a, a grandpa mentor father son kind of thing, and this kid's got lots of robots and he's running around. That's right. And, so it's a robot boy yeah that dreams of being a jedi yeah and the the creator the maker of the robot boy uh turns out to be a jedi and the sith attack the planet yeah i love this one i thought the you did yeah the soft fairy like lighting and really uh desaturated colors in it yeah like, it felt like it, watching sonic the hedgehog it felt like watching like an astro boy easter special with a okay. light like, like a lightsaber uh, it was so desaturated and fairy like uh and then when the little robot like jumps on his back at the end there's like yeah and powers of, like, him up like Mega Man. yeah like powers him up like Mega Man. i was yeah. like oh this, again totally not star wars at it's all. not star wars at like all. okay like, so that's why i'm that's like, the question of these like this one like this is not this this is just star wars stuff in a completely different type of story. Yeah. But I loved the art style. It's of laser the swords. It's like yeah, laser, it's laser swords and a robot boy. But I love the art direction. I love the style. Not a Star Wars story in any way, shape, or form. But then when he comes together and the robot gets on his back at the end and powers him up, it's like that's a, that's a, that was like a fun cut scene from a video game. Yeah. But that had nothing to do with Star Wars. Nothing to do with Star Wars, but what a fun cut scene from like a like a cuphead of the future. My note says specifically, robot boys are not Jedi. Robot boys. And so I, I'm I mean, divorcing you can, you can put that on my tombstone. Uh, robot boys are not Jedi. <laughs> Scott Storm. Here lies he Scott did 77 Storm. episodes of a, of a Disneyland podcast. Robots are not Jedi. It was his last words yeah. when I was I, deathbed. I, see, I was able to pretty quickly not see these as Star Wars stories and just but see it's like called Star Wars visions. Yeah. So it's like, it's like other people not in the Star Wars universe are having a vision of what Star Wars might be like in their oh, world. So it's like a fever dream from it's people. It's a fever in, dream. People, exactly. Once you get Wars. that in your head, it's a fever dream. And so I was looking for like, so here's, I'll be honest with you. Like I'm the one that was all these episodes being like, Oh, I'm so looking forward to this. I'm so, yeah. this. I could barely stand some of these. So when I found I was one like, that, I, that was like entertaining and like, I'm like, I know what's happening. When and I was watching like, this, who's winning the battle. He's winning the battle. Oh, not now. I'm winning the battle and i was like ah and then this one was like just easy and colorful and i liked it was just yeah it was like you got to sit inside a a coloring book basically yeah yeah. Yeah. there are so many of these where i was like why is this so long and then i'm like oh it's 13 minutes long why does 13 minutes feel like because they're just talking the entire time they're talking the entire time and then i was thinking why did we commit to watching all of these and doing a show on this this is insane what have we done uh, the, so Toby was one of my top picks because oh I thought gosh. it was short, quick, fun, and had a good payoff at the end. Not in storytelling or Star Wars or lightsaber, but a little like robot thing circles up and gets on his back and powers him up like Mega like Man. Like Mega Man. <laughs> it's amazing. The, the thing I was saying is one thing that oh, yeah. that uh, I realized in this was a lot of these episodes seem to suffer from 
the idea, and I think Star Wars itself has sort of gotten into this a little bit when you see it with like with Ray. Yeah, uh, is this like I've never picked up a lightsaber before, and I am automatically amazing at right, it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and there's this, and a lot of these episodes did that, and it made me so frustrated. Yeah. Because it it betrays what was set up in the classic trilogy of like. You can tap into the force, but you got to work at this thing. Like Luke is putting Luke, in his time. Yeah, Luke put in. Yeah, he's and he was really a big deal. It was like he. Uh, it was like he was a junior, and they're like, "You didn't come back and finish that senior year That's or right. what?" And he's like, "I don't know. I had a lot of stuff I'm doing." And like, well, you just just come back. Listen, we'll do correspondence, okay? Right. We really yeah, need exactly. to really get you and get that degree. Yes, Star Wars Vision suffers from that and suffers from the what a lightsaber can do and what what a lightsaber is is right. all over the place. Yeah, a lightsaber totally. could be any object, and any object could be a lightsaber. And what those things are allowed to all do. All you got to do is put a kyber crystal. It. Yeah, Boom, you just put a, lightsaber. In a toaster and all of a sudden that toaster Ching. pops out lightsaber toast. That's right. Like, lightsaber toast that you can fling at people. Are we talking about Lop and Ocho? Uh, we're talking about The Elder. Did okay, you I didn't watch, watch The Elder? The Elder. No, okay. it's the only one I didn't like watch any of. This one I would give, you know, I would say probably a, oh, man, I don't know. This is one of those episodes where the animation's really good. Yeah. It's a very distinct Star Wars story. I mean, I in my notes say uh, I'm halfway through this episode and literally nothing has happened and the Padawan's name is Dan? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. And, well, um, it's short for Danny. It's Yeah, it's short for, yeah, exactly, right. Daniel-san, I think is actually oh, what right. it is. Yeah. Um, I, my other note says, if you love all the standing and talking of the prequels, you'll love this episode. <laughs> this one's for you. It feels very, uh, it calls back to the prequels very much so. The animation's good. The fight choreography is interesting. You know what? Three out of five. Nothing happens in this thing. Okay. Maybe it gets two. Would I give Tatooine Rhapsody two or one? I think you gave it a one. You hated Tatooine Rhapsody, with, Tatooine with, Rhapsody. Uh, with a burning fist of a thousand dragon that was A thousand dragon ribbons. Yeah. Uh, the twins, I gave a two out of five. Okay. I'm going to give this a three out of five. This okay. is going to get a three out of five. Is it Lapanocho? Maybe it's Lapanocho. I couldn't get to it. I couldn't get to the last two episodes. Oh no! So you didn't see Lapanocho? No, I didn't. Should I? Oh yeah, for me it was. The this is your favorite it, one? It was my favorite one. It is a little long, but it is for me the penultimate. It's really it's 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 a it's a it has a good ending. It's a neat story about family and and honor and stuff. And then it's got a good battle at the end. So I, I really liked it. And I think that bunny girl and her little robot are adorable. How many dragon ribbon hearts do you give this? <laughs> I give this five dragon heart ribbons. If oh, you're gonna great. watch, if you're gonna watch Star Wars Visions. You're gonna watch Lapanocho, Toby. Oh my gosh. And the twins. Oh my mm. gosh. You watch those and I'll you'll watch be doing it. Yeah, watch Lapanocho. I will watch Lapanocho, but you're saying Toby and the twins are the top two. No, Lapanocho. Yeah, Toby. Then Toby and then the twins is my last pick of the top three. Those Dude, are the ones you gotta watch. Did you watch Akikara? I did. It's fine. It was kind of middle in the road, you know, for me, but that's okay. My top three is uh, in no particular order, but I'll do it shortly thereafter, is uh, The Ninth Jedi is my number one. The Village Bride is my number two. Wow. And I'm going to go with The Duel because of the art style, Uh, though I have, again, I have a lot of problems with the story. But if if I'm going my third favorite, my third favorite is probably The Duel. But that doesn't do a lot for me. If we would have watched these together, we would end up watching all of them and just yelling the entire time. We probably would have. This is so stupid. And I'd be like, this is is amazing. Can you believe the flowers of Jedi? And he shoots thorns out of his side. I'm like, yeah, I know know the flowers of Jedi. You want to know why? Everybody's a Jedi in these Everybody things. Everybody accidentally becomes a Jedi. I'm really surprised. I mean, honestly, I really am surprised that there is not a single episode of Star Wars Visions that takes place like featuring a bounty hunter. Right. Or like going out to go. A bounty claim hunter that's a bounty. not going to a concert. 
bounty hunter that's not going to encounter or a bounty hunter that doesn't realize he's actually a Jedi. Yeah, exactly. Right? You know, that he's, he's been a Jedi all along. What do you think? You said that this was getting high praise on our last episode. What do you think the praise for this is? Just the boldness of doing I it? Think so. Just the, the inclusion art of art styles, which are yeah. some, they range for me of not, not interesting at all. The art style to just, I thought beautiful. I was going to say there wasn't much that I saw, but I didn't see Lapinocho. There wasn't much that I saw that had that like, anime uh the anime audio that was really that's really grating for me yeah. i guess the twins was the closest thing that to definitely it, did right but there wasn't a lot of the huh oh huh what? huh yeah. there wasn't a lot of that although uh <laughs> my oldest uh did start laughing just out loud when we he was watching the ninth jedi with me and uh and they present a lightsaber and one of the one of the jedi said and one of the jedi say May I please hold that lightsaber? I've never seen one before. <laughs> yeah. <And> he's like, <laughs> that sounds about right. I like such that. a literal statement to make. <laughs> yes. and, uh, and so we laughed about that. That felt very anime inspired. Have you ever seen uh, Batman Samurai? Samurai? I always wanted to. Or Batman Ninja? Is it Batman yeah, Ninja? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I always wanted to. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I've seen it. And it, so to me, this feels similar to that. Like, like, this isn't Batman canon. This isn't like a movie. This is like a really interesting what if, if you take the Joker and Batman and Harley Quinn and put them in this samurai art style yeah. and you put them in this this very uh, like different art style and there's kind of different rules and stuff like that. And they put them in this different town, different yeah. timeline and everything. It's really interesting. Star Wars Vision for me is even worse than that it's even more abstracted from star wars right. yeah. than than um that but it does feel like this is a fever dream where right. it hasn't it's not in star wars but the people of wherever this takes place are dreaming about star wars and this is how their fever dream yes interpreted star wars right. and do you want to see another season of this yeah i think so i think it's interesting and it's like it's not something that i'm like sitting down to watch but it's interesting to have on and kind of work work through them and there is now kind of like a g whiz to them like they're so weird mm-hmm. that there is so like i wonder like what's gonna what's gonna happen in this like in the last one i watched this guy literally pulled like a lightsaber out of his backpack and cut a starship in half and i've never seen that <laughs> what's before. gonna happen now yeah and he was like wearing armor but then he uh he's just hanging out in space did you watch any- you watch that one the twins where he's wearing the armor and he like he like flexes and breaks and breaks, breaks the, the armor, armor and then he's like it's supposed to be this huge moment of like haha but nothing nobody really cares right it was that was a and weird standing, acting moment and then he's in space standing on a x-wing yeah. he's not wearing a space suit at all he's just hanging out like it's just like well i guess we, there's oxygen out here which just just doesn't matter look how big why this are we blade's even flying spaceships i don't even yeah. understand why we're doing this this like, dude's about to cut this thing in half yeah it's awesome so absurd <laughs> it is it's that's so what it is absurd just like this podcast scott storm that's true we're the star wars visions of podcasting exactly and all that it entails mm-hmm. well that was star wars visions and well that brings us to a close of another bobsleds and banthas it certainly does yeah and i will also say it also brings us to the close of bobsleds and banthas oh. uh, for at least the next four or some episodes because next week, it'll be Cobwebs and Phantoms. Is Cobwebs and Phantoms start? That's right. First, I thought you were quitting the podcast for a second, but then I realized... <laughs> like, co- wait, are you resigning yeah. right now? Co- Cobwebs and Phantoms starts next starts episode. Starts next episode. Are we going to do Halloween stuff? Yes. Because we have other stuff that's coming up. Walt Disney World's 50th is is worth an episode. We got, uh, and you promised me legal advice on Mickey Mouse. Oh, we'll do that in November. Okay. We we got Muppets Haunted, Ma- Haunted have, Mansion coming up. Muppets. Oh, I saw the trailer for yeah. that. I'm so jazzed We've about got Muppets the Haunted Mansion. Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars. Uh, Lego out. Star Wars Halloween. Halloween movie. And we're going to do Nightmare Before Christmas this year. Do you want to do Nightmare Before Christmas? 
I was wondering whether we, you wanted to do that or maybe something like Something Wicked This Way Comes. Yeah, something like that. We need like a Watcher in the Woods style yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. Should we just do Watcher in the Woods again and get terrified? No, let's do something we haven't seen. Karen. <laughs> oh, that was so good. You've come home. That was so great. It works so hard to find that. Go back, go back a year. Go yeah. back a year. And I can't believe it's Cobwebs and Phantoms time I know, again. I'm really excited. Oh, I'm excited too. We might even try to get an Imagineer interview. Okay. Hey, Scott. Yeah, hey, yeah. What have people been listening to? Oh. I don't know what this is—a Star Wars podcast or a Disneyland podcast? It is both. Aaron oh, wow. Robbins. How about that? You've been listening to Bob's and Banthas. We release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Aaron's Car, sometimes as AirPods, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We love making this show. We really hope you've enjoyed listening to it. We can be heard every week on the Magic of the Mouse radio every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. You can check out Magic of the Mouse radio by visiting... Oh, Bob Sleds and Panthers. Don't put the O in there. You go HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash Bob Sleds and Panthers forward slash R. <laughs> I don't know where we're at. Go to bobsledsandpanthers.com. Search for R. Add I-O. Oh, that was confusing. <laughs> you don't even know if it's on there. Thanks so you much. You want to hear something real quick? Yeah, you I gave do. me these chocolate nuggets, and I have some chocolate on my finger, and then I put my hands in my beard, and now there might be chocolate in my beard. Chocolate beard. And I don't know if it's bad or good. That's where I'm at it's right now. Chocolate beard's wonderful. Okay, good. I thought it was bad. Everybody's happy with chocolate beard. Well, we'll see about that. Have you seen old chocolate beard around here? <laughs> right over here. You give him a smooch on the cheek, and you get a little there tasty you, treat. There you go. <laughs> thanks so much for following us on apple Podcasts and leaving us a written five-star review we really appreciate those reviews yeah we do you can leave a (laughs) five-star review right now by just clicking on that little review tab right there it's gonna pop up you you go one with five stars so they're all lit up let us know what you think too let us know what you're most excited to with cobwebs and phantoms let us know which episode of star wars vision was your favorite do you agree with me that toby was a work of art or with Scott, that uh, whatever he liked was good. You should agree with me. Yeah. You can visit us at bobsesbanthas.com. You can email us, podcast at bobsesbanthas.com. You can support us over at Patreon. We're patreon.com forward slash You got to. A lot of good content over so there. So much good content over there. And of course, you can wear us, tpublic.com. Hey, again, Cobwebs and Phantoms is coming up. You should get a Cobwebs and Phantoms t-shirt. My mom has one. Or a sticker. Oh, yeah. Get a sticker. Get a sticker. Yeah. Put it on your Proton Pack. That's what I did with my Cobwebs and Phantom sticker. That doesn't seem canon. It's not. Wow. Mixing it all up. Yeah, you are. It's awesome. You can join the other Bantha tiers for all the fun we have over on Instagram. We're at Bob's and Banthas. Yep. <sighs> Until next week. <laughs> wow. He's been Aaron. Huh? What? And I've been Scott. What? <laughs> 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 we have Bossas and Banthas. See you next week. Electro-synthomagnetic musical sound. Through the magic of light and sound. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. Open every day, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Waste time with your friends when your chores are done.